please turn your Bible with me to the book of Esther. To the book of Esther. Esther chapter 4. And I will take, I will read if time permit. Um, yesterday, the Lord um, brought his word to us. Um, again, keys of the kingdom of heaven is what we've been looking at. And we understand the key. One of the main key is the key of the word, the key of prayer, the key of praise. And now, yesterday, we started by looking at the key of fasting, the key of fasting. Now, uh, we are going to, now, when Mordecai, so we're going to look at an example of people or an individual who fasted and demand a turnaround. Now, when Mordecai perceived all that was done, I'm reading Esther chapter 4, verse 1. Mordecai rent his clothes and put on sackcloth with ashes and went out unto the midst of the city and cried with a loud voice and a bitter cry and came even before the king's gate for none, for none might enter into the king's gate clothed with sackcloth. And in every province, whithersoever the king's commandment and his decree came, there was great mourning. You will never mourn in Jesus' name. Amen. And fasting. And the Bible says among the Jews and fasting and weeping and wailing and many lay in sackcloth and ashes. Let somebody shout a big hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Hmm. Hmm. Now, we don't have time to read all, but I want to encourage you to read the remaining chapter. Now, I jump to verse, verse 12. And they told Mordecai Esther's word. Then Mordecai commanded to answer Esther, Think not, thou, think not with thyself that thou shalt escape in the king's house more than all the Jews. For if thou all together holdest thy peace at this time, tell your neighbor, don't hold your peace at this time. Don't hold your peace at this time. You are here for a purpose. Then shall their enlargement and, the, and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. But thou, God will not replace you. God will not replace me in the name of Jesus. And deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. But thou and thy father's house shall be destroyed. And who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this? Then Esther bade them return Mordecai this answer. Go, gather together all the Jews that are present in Susan, and fast ye for me. Can you see that? And fast ye for me. And fast ye for me. And neither eat nor drink three days, night or day. I also, my maiden, will fast likewise. So will I go in unto the king, which is not according to the law. And if I perish, I perish. So Mordecai went his way and did according to all that Esther had commanded him. Let somebody shout a big hallelujah. Understand by the help of God that uh, fasting is a spiritual adventure where we seek the face of the Lord in sackcloth. Can you see sackcloth being mentioned in verse 3 of the book of Esther? Sackcloth was mentioned. 
sackcloth means that that's not the normal radiance use. Or let's, let's use our sister as a case in point because our sisters are the one who do all the makeup and all of that. Now, uh, during fasting at this time, during what it means the sackcloth is that it's not a time where you begin to you know, make up. Let's use it that way. Now, what that means is that you know, there's no time for that because you, know, you are remorseful. You want, to, you want to, to engage your heart in the place of prayer. So all the people, all the Jews. So now, this, this example tells us clearly, uh, you know, the power that is embedded in when we fast as Christians. And fasting is part of our lifestyle. Fasting for as long as Jesus tarried, we will continue to have means to wait on the Lord. That's part of the demand. That's part of the sacrifices we all have to pay for being a Christian. If a part of the sacrifices that we uh, that will lead us even to the gate of heaven, that will bring us into eternal life with God. Now, now our Lord Jesus Christ is a perfect example, but we will, you know, as time permits, we will go into that. But for this morning, briefly, we are looking at the example of Esther and the people of the Jews in the land of Susa. Now, of course, a decree was written, and there's a man sponsoring that evil decree. Now, I pray for you. Anyone sponsoring evil decree secretly against you, against your progress, against your peace, against your joy, against your marriage, against your work, in the name of Jesus, the Lord of hosts will dethrone them today. God will dethrone them today. God will dethrone them today. Amen. Now, so uh, there's a man called Haman. He was the one sponsoring evil decree. He said that all the Jews should be killed. And so Esther was in the palace. She doesn't know much about what is going on. You know, she's in the palace. But people outside knows a lot. So the, 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 the uncle who was at the gate, who was a gate man, knew exactly what was going on. So the uncle joined the entire Jews. They were already fasting and in sackcloth. There was no music. There was no pleasure. Among them, there was no usual thing they would do. Perhaps maybe they watch movie in our generation. They, they, that was not a movie night for them because everybody was was praying. Everybody was 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 sobering before the law, trusting that the law will intervene. Now, from this uh, from this example, there are many things that we could see from here. That telling you the power that is embedded. If you want to unlock heaven, you want to shut heaven, fasting and prayer is one of the most powerful weapons you can engage. It doesn't matter how difficult that situation is. When you fast, that difficult situation will be made plain in the name of Jesus. That difficult situation, light will shine in the name of Jesus. Now, in this case, uh, fasting was engaged to obtain uh, the evil decree that was meant to destroy all the Jews in the land. Anything the enemy is trying to use to destroy you or your household or your belonging, you need to fast. Don't play with it. Don't toy with it. Parents, learn to fast. Learn to teach your children to fast. It's not all when they wake up at 6 a.m., you begin to sell food. They've not even brushed their mouth. They've not even bathed. They've not done anything. They are devotion, and the next thing is food. Learn to teach them how to honor God when they wake up in the morning. 
The Bible says, train up a child in the way he should go. When it's old, he will not depart from it. In fact, the Bible tells us even there are little children. Esther said, fast for me three days, no food for everyone. No food for everyone. You can teach your children how to fast. When you are fasting, tell them to fast. For us as a family, we do have days that we fast. But because those are the days that the kids go to school in particular, now we don't want to deny them food as they, you know, before they go to school, we don't want them to be looking at their friends' faces or the, or the school or the teachers asking questions, why are you not eating? Now, but what the Lord help us to do is that on the days that they are home on Saturday, they fast. They have specific time by which they fast before they eat on Saturday, every Saturday, every Saturday, every one of them, the three of them. And we encourage, you know, we teach them that they should pray before breaking their fast. Brethren, you see, when there is fire on the mountain, don't leave anyone out. Don't say uh, for the men. Men, we know we love our house, we love our wife, we love our children. Don't say, well, I don't want my wife to know what is going on. I'm just going to do the fasting alone. Well, that is good. But the Bible said two are better than one. Two are better than one. Together with your wife, you fast together and pray with the children. Don't leave anybody out. If somebody is fasting in your house and trusting God and praying and other people are feasting and dancing and engaging in pleasure, something is not right. Because when God will visit, when God will visit, you know, the enemy throws arrow. Now, the arrow of the enemy will not rest upon our Lord in the name of Jesus. So, brethren, we must fast. So, Esther told the people, go and fast for me. She said, say, fast for me. And she said, if, if I perish, I perish. But she never perished. She never perished. She never perished. Now, evil decree was made. I don't know what is that evil decree in your life right now. That is threatening your peace. That is threatening your marriage. That is threatening your children. That is threatening your husband, your wife. That is threatening your parents. That is threatening your career. That is threatening even your 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 status you know, in this nation, if you can fast and engage your heart in the place of prayer, I tell you one thing, my God will arise on your behalf and show you mercy in the name of Jesus. So fasting and prayer is a key, is one of the kingdom key that all believers was engaging. Unfortunately, like we learned on Wednesday during Bible study, we're in a generation where mega churches don't talk about fasting anymore. We don't hear about it. We say, oh, someone are just 25 minutes customized, 25 minutes, no prayer, no fasting, nothing. And you see, that explains why, one, the people are not spiritually grounded. That explains why diseases, sickness, a lot of things are happening. That is not to say that it is everyone. But you see, brethren, as spiritual people, fasting is a spiritual weapon we must engage in. You can deny yourself temporary pleasure, food, at least for a few days. You can deny yourself. If you can't do marathon, you can't do dry fasting, at least you can do maybe, uh, you know, do 24 hours. If you cannot do 24 hours, you can do 12 hours. It as the Lord gives you strength. What I usually tell people is that, as, as to how long you fast, 
as to how long you can wait as the Lord give you your strength. You know what your strength is. For instance, if you are elderly, you are in your 70 or plus, of course, you know, the energy might not be there like we that are still, you know, uh, you know, youthful or, you know, or the younger people, you know, no. But then, but you can, you can fast, uh, you know, it could be up to 12 o'clock. It could be 10 o'clock. I know a great woman of God, over 70, who has passed on to glory in our city here. Uh, we call her Auntie Sally. Many brethren in the house knows her. She has passed on to glory. Now, Auntie Sally, despite her age and health and a lot of things, she's always fasting. Always fasting. When you want to give her a medication, she says she's fasting. Uh, you know, she's not eating now until so, 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 and so. At her age, at her age, over 70, she'll be there fasting, trusting God for people, for families, just like Anna in the Bible. Brethren, we can do it. She just passed on her quite now. Now, brethren, I want you to know Esther engaged in fasting. The Jews engaged in fasting. Evil decree was turned around for the good of the people of the Jews. You know what God did? God first canceled that evil decree and removed the key that is in the hand of Haman, who was the man secretly remoting, controlling evil in the land of Susa. Removed the key in his hand and placed it in the hand of Mordecai, a gate man. So he, now God canceled the decree. The people of Jews did not die. Not only that, Haman himself died. The gallow that he has put in place for Mordecai, he went there and hung himself. Anyone that have dig a pit for you or any member of your family, that evil doer will fall into that pit. You will not fall into that pit. I will not fall into that pit. In the name of Jesus. And you yourself be careful. Don't dig pit for people. Do not dig pit for people because the word of the Lord cannot be broken. If you dig pit for people, that means you are going to fall into it. And if people dig for you, they will be the one to fall. So as children of God, do not dig pit for people. Don't pray for somebody to fall down. Don't wish in your heart somebody is pulled down from their position. Don't wish in your heart. If you know somebody, you pray for them. That is our role. You stand. Even if they are wicked or righteous, stand in the gap for them. That is your role. Don't wish somebody die. Don't wish somebody collapse. Don't wish somebody is, uh, you know, attack. No, your own is in their heart. Lord, this person, I know their way may not be right, but please be merciful. You don't want the death of a sinner. Before I went to bed uh, yesterday morning, I mean, yesterday evening, oh, through this, this morning, all of a sudden there was a burden that God just placed in my heart. I finished baiting. All of a sudden, while I was baiting, there was a burden for some set of people. And it, that burden has not come before. I don't know what, I wasn't thinking about those people. And the burden was so heavy. And the Lord told me, he said, I'm looking, I heard him see while I was baiting. He said, I'm looking for somebody that was standing in the gap. And then the next thing I knelt down beside my bed. I said, Lord, you say you are looking for somebody that was standing in the gap. That was what you told me a few seconds ago. Say, I'm ready. Please, I'm ready to deny myself some sleep. Please, Lord, have mercy. Have mercy. Have mercy. Have mercy. Have mercy. Don't let them, these people perish in their sin. Rescue them. Rescue them. Rescue. And the Lord was giving me different, 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 different names. 
I'm not sleeping. It wasn't in a dream. I was baiting, and then I finished baiting, and I started praying as he helped me. Brethren, fasting and prayer will turn things around. You are going to pray and talk to God this morning. What is that evil decree that is threatening your peace? You are not doing anything about it. All you are doing, you are folding your hands. Hey, pastor, everything will be well. Well, I know everything will be well. But you are not doing anything about it. You are not praying. You are not even fasting. You say, pastor, I cannot fast. Who told you? Everybody can fast. Start. It could be, if you take your breakfast at 9, shift it to 11. Shift it to 12. From 12, shift it to 3. From 3, shift it to 6. And if God gives you grace, you can do marathon. So you are going to pray. What is that evil decree in your life? First, appreciate God for the word you have heard. Say, Father, I thank you for sending your word to me. Lift up your voice this morning. Make sure you are not sleeping. Make sure you are not sleeping. Lift up your voice. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for sending your word unto me. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name, we have prayed. Now, you are going to lift up your voice to the Almighty God and pray. And I want you to unmute your device. And our prayer is in verse 8. That's your, that's your, that's your only prayer apart from you add your own personal prayer. Unmute your devices. You are going to say, Father. Father. You are the same God. You are the same that destroyed the evil writing of Haman. That destroyed the evil writing of Haman. This morning I call upon you. This morning. Destroy all evil writings. Destroy all evil And the praise. That are threatening my peace, my joy, my hope. Your church, you know them. Go ahead and make that your prayer. Open your mouth and pray. You know what that is. Maybe your own is death. Maybe you have received an evil letter. Maybe doctor's report. Open your mouth this morning and pray. If you are here, you are not born again. You have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I want you to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I want you to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I want you to accept Jesus. This same Jesus is coming back again. He's coming back again to take as many that believe in him that are walking before him in the perfect hour, even to home, even to heaven. So you are here, you are not born in Nigeria. I want you to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today. Write my name in the book of life. As from today, rescue me from evil decree. In Jesus' name, I pray. Father, I pray for as many that pray this prayer. Forgive them their sins. Write their name in the book of life. In Jesus' name. Open your mouth and pray in the next few seconds. Father, this morning, I pray every evil decree that may be threatening my peace, every evil decree that may be threatening the peace of your children, the peace of your church, the peace of our community, the peace of your of our families, the peace of our children, the peace of our spouses, the peace of our brothers in the faith. This morning, I command such evil decree to be terror. I set them ablaze in the name of Jesus. You are the same God that, that rose up. You are the same God that helped the Jews. This morning, we call upon you any evil decree to threaten the destiny of your children threatening their peace, threatening their war, threatening their abundance. And this month, you have said this month is our month of abundance. Lord Jesus, this morning, in your power, in your power, fear them all. 
Tear those evil decree off. Tear them off. Tear them off. Today, let your people have testimony. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. I want you to stretch forth your hand this morning, Father. I thank you for bringing your word unto us as a church. We gather us every morning to pray, to worship you, to seek your face. And we thank you this morning for teaching us how Esther and the people of the Jews, Mordecai, they fasted. They seek your face and you answer them. You upturn evil decree. You turn it around, what was meant for evil. You turn it for their good. Jesus, I call upon you this morning. You are the same God. You never die. You are the same age to age. I call upon you this morning. Anyone that, whose peace might be threatened as a result of evil decree, as a result of one situation or the other, crisis or attack, or men and women threatening them, their bosses, neighbors, or whoever the enemy might be using to threaten their peace and their work with you. This morning, as you as you judge a man, arise and judge anyone that may be threatening the peace of your church in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Anyone threatening the progress of your people, hindering their abundance, this morning, like you judge a man. Arise and judge such evil people in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, as your children go out, let them go out with peace. Amen. Let it be well with them. Amen. Protect them. Guide them. Let them return with testimony. In Jesus' name, we 